Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, submarinewife.com. Hello and welcome everybody to the show. This is Wendy and I'll be your co-host tonight and I have um I'm glad and excited to welcome back Tori to the show. She'll be here in just a minute. So tonight what you can look forward to is we're sharing seven ways to tackle spring break or a summer vacation on your own. Believe it or not, spring break is fast approaching. We celebrate our spring break or not celebrate but enjoy. We'll be enjoying our spring break here in April. So if you haven't already planned your week, we're going to share some ideas to help in your spring break experience um, to make it more enjoyable, especially if your loved one is far from home. And if your spring break has already happened where you're located, you can use these tips when planning your summer vacation. And um, we're we're pulling that from over at the USAA spouse community. We're going to talk more about that later as well. Plus, we're going to recap our week like we always do, share a funny story, and um, just um, have some fun and some laughs tonight. So pour that cup of tea or cold beverage. Um, If you're on the treadmill, walk a mile for us, run a mile for us, (laughs) and just hang out with us for the next hour or so. Um, If you're listening to us live via our podcast or via live or on our podcast on demand, uh, we want to welcome you to the show as well, and we invite you to tune in to our show. Um, we're here most Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, so yeah, you can listen to the show anytime you want. You just click on, um, you just shop for shows over on the Blog Talk Radio page or on MyMilitaryLife.com, so we encourage you guys all to do that. And if you're listening to us live in the chat room, we do have that open. You can click on the chat box on Blog Talk Radio, our stats never add up. Like we always have more people listening than we do ever in the chat. So um, don't be a stranger. You don't have to create an account on, on Blog Talk Radio. If you don't, you just come in as a guest. Or you can create an account, which is the best way to do it because then you have all the full features of the site. Um, but be sure to introduce yourself in the chat room so we can get to know you. And just remember, OPSEC, that's Operational Security and um, we just ask no discussion of boat or ship movement or unit movements while you're in the chat room. You guys know the drill. And if you're on Twitter and you want to hang out with us tonight and tweet us a message, you can. Our, our screen name on Twitter is at MyMilitaryLife. So with that, um, I'm going to introduce you to um, Tori. She was here a couple weeks ago with me, and she's been on the show before. But I'm glad to have you back. Hey, girl. Hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Is it too late? It's 10.30 on the East Coast. Are you awake? Did you pour a Diet Coke? You, you got something that's going to keep you awake? I, 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 well, you know what? I'm not having a, I'm not having a diet, but yes. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I know. It's, um, <laughs> it's good for the West Coast girls, you know, because um, it's still early there. On the East Coast, I know it's late. But we try and, you know, accommodate as best we can. And somehow the night just gets so busy. It's like, gosh, getting here at 1030 sometimes is hard even. 
Um, and tonight my internet was giving me a hard time, so I thought we might start at 10, but tonight it's 10.30, so we just go with the flow. We're having weird weather here. It's it's like misty outside. It's so strange. You know you lived up here. Yep. Like, you know, I don't know what it's like. Is it hot or cold or what's it like where you are? You're in Virginia, right? Yeah, it it was hot today. We kind of fluctuate between hot and cold. Yeah, we haven't had hot yet. You know, I mean, like, if I open the door and you could see outside, you can see the mist in the air here, which for me is I'm in amazement because I grew up in the desert, and the only thing in the air is I was posting on Facebook earlier is dust. There's no <laughs> there's no mist. Yeah. Ever. Um, okay, so you're going to keep awake. That's good. All right, so... Um, so tonight we're talking spring break, so I hope you have a tip or two to share about spring break and how to how to make the most of that when your spouse is deployed. Um, but we're going to do our weekly, up, up, you know, recap. It's been a couple weeks since we've done the show, lots going on. And, um, you know, I have to say, last week we didn't do a show, and um, we had, like, a record-breaking download number of listens. It's so strange to me. Oh wow! See, I know. Seriously, you need to quit skipping weeks. I know. <laughs> I need to get my butt in gear and get to work on time. You know, um, <laughs> and I see we have some folks in the chat room, so I just want to say hi to Amy. I love Amy, and we have somebody new. I don't recognize that name. Ariel's in there too. So hey, girls. Um. Uh, okay, so I have a question to post in the chat room, but I'm not going to do it quite yet because I'm terrible at multitasking. Uh, we need Allison here. I forgot to send her a message to tell her to come and help in the chat room. I know. Okay. Let me click. I'm going to look over and see if she's online. Yeah, see if she's there. See if she can come and hang out with us. Um, okay, so tell me what's been going on. Um, you got anything good to share that you've been up to the last couple weeks? Well, we all had a stomach virus, which was awesome. You know, I keep hearing about this, these viruses going around. You're not the only friend of mine that, and it goes from like one person to the next, and then by the time that person is cured, they're catching it again because it's going like in a round robin or something crazy like that. Yeah, well, it started it started with my daughter, who I know had to have brought it home from school, and then my son, and then my other son within like four hours. And then I was like, oh, I made it through without it until, like, 12 o'clock that night. And I was like, oh, no, I didn't. This is no fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. It's terrible when they don't feel well. So we've okay. been recuperating. Okay. All right. Have you had <laughs> spring break yet? No. Our spring break is um, the week of Easter. Oh, so in okay. April. Yep. The first week of April? Second week of April. That's the same as ours. That's the same. Okay, yeah. good. So we're still timely with our topic tonight then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any other kind of cool stuff to share? Anything else? Anything going on um, down there in your neck of the woods? Not really. Anybody boring to call in because I read on our Facebook page she went to the NCAA March Madness game and took photographs. Oh, wow. I know. So, Amy, if you're listening and you can hear me, you should consider calling in because if you do, 
We want to hear all about your experience. <laughs> um, I know, no kidding, right? Okay, so for me, um, okay, anything else? You got anything else? Nope, not much. I'm sorry. Okay. We've all been right. pretty boring <laughs> the last couple of weeks. No, that's okay. Um, okay, so since the last time we talked, I went to the military.com spouse summit in D.C. They had a day conference. Mm-hmm. And they had in all these um, really a great lineup of expert, subject matter experts, policymakers on different topics, everything from benefits to um, sharing the military spouse experience to um, challenges and relocation. I mean, just a whole bunch of stuff. So that was really great, and you can read more about it. I just wrote a post about it over on the blog. I'll link to it from My Military Life. It's over on USAA, but I'll link to it from our site so you can get there and read that. But very worthwhile. Um, the, uh, Mrs. Dini Dempsey gave the keynote speech, and um, she is the current wife of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, um, General So. And she was phenomenal. I mean, really down to earth. Tori, I mean, you would have really liked her. She was funny because, you know, sometimes those things can be kind of stuffy. She was so great. Yeah. Yeah, she was super. So that was fun. Um, okay, uh, then I have two more things to share. First thing is, so I sent off my first couple care packages to Craig. And the latest one, I, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I had six boxes of Girl Scout cookies, and I wanted to keep every single one. I was like, oh, gosh, he won't really notice if I don't send these. But I was good. I sent three of them off. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, And I haven't got Girl Scout cookies in probably two years. So I've kind of broke down this year, and I bought six boxes, and I sent three off. So I hope he appreciates them. Did you he buy will. Packages are always. Do you guys good. do the Girl Scout cookie thing this year? We bought some um, <clears throat> RCO's um, daughter sells Girl Scout cookies, so we bought some from her, and I bought some to send in a package to my husband, but they didn't make it long enough to actually make it in the package. So, <laughs> what kind of Girl Scout cookies do you like? I like the tagalongs. I know most people like the Samoas or the Thin Mints, but I'm not a fan of either. Really? See, I have that's what I bought. Yeah. I bought that, and I bought the peanut butter ones. I don't know what they're yeah. called. Yeah. Um, the Dosey I think so. Yeah. Maybe. They're way too expensive. Yeah. Though. I just have to say they're way too expensive. It should not cost me. I think and it's you twenty-four get, or twenty-six dollars for six boxes. Yeah, yeah, and there's barely anything in the box. Oh like goodness. I said, I I gave my kids cookies and they were gone. Like one box. Like I have three kids. That's one box of cookies. <laughs> I have to look at it like I'm supporting some cause. I mean, I don't know much about the Girl Scout cookie, Girl Scouts because I have all boys, but. Anyway, so that's my Girl Scout cookie story, and I bought, I supported the, <laughs> some little troop. Um, um, I should not say some. There's a, a great spouse on our boat. Her daughter sells girls, is in the Girl Scouts, and so I, I bought from her this year. So it was actually somebody I knew versus, you know, outside the commissary. Um, mm-hmm. 
Okay, so then switching gears on a serious note, I had the weirdest thing happen to me this week, and I'm you know I, I debated talking about it, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. Um, you know, we I I got a call from a friend talking about you know switching gears about the seriousness of creating a support a support network when your spouse is deployed. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you, but um, so we really had a spouse that was in trouble that was really not doing very well to a first time out mm-hmm. um, just feeling very alone very overwhelmed um, and luckily enough I was able to be there and be there for her and I just have to say you know if if you are ever it's you know sometimes it's hard to make friends when you PCS and then when you do make friends you just don't know what happens behind closed doors and as you get to know people, if something just doesn't seem right, like maybe they're they just seem a little off, to just take a moment to ask them mm-hmm. if they're doing okay. You know, I don't know if you've ever had to deal with anything serious like that where you knew someone just needed some help. And yeah, and you know that's what a lot of people are just waiting for someone to bring it up. And as simple, I mean, just like you said, a, just a, you know, is everything okay? Sometimes it's just what they needed to let you know that it's not. That's right. To create that open door for conversation. And if it is something serious, that you take action quickly to get them to the right person, um, whether it's a counselor, whether it's, you know, a medical professional, even if it's taking them to the hospital or the emergency room, to not take those things Slightly, and to just ask the question if they're mm-hmm. doing okay, because um, that happened to me last week, and I'm so glad I was able to be there. And but I had never really been in that position before, and you just never know when it's going to happen, and you just kind of have to go with it. You know what I mean? You can't just say, "Oh, mm-hmm. sorry." You know what I mean? Like it's have, so. I just encourage you guys to um, pay attention to your friends and. Don't be afraid to ask the question how they're doing. And if you really feel like they need help, you know, check with your ombudsman. You know, check if you have to call 911, you call 911. If you um, aren't sure what to do, and just get that person help, somebody that they can talk to that's qualified to handle a person in crisis. And um, you won't be sorry. Just take, you know, take take the time to do that. Because we're all here for each other, right? Right. For sure. Okay, so um, I just wanted to put that out there, that um, never be afraid to ask if someone needs help and then get them to the right appropriate medical professional if needed. All right, so I'm looking over to the chat room, and I see Allison has slid into her seat in there. So, hey, Allison. So she's going to help me. I trapped her. Yay. All right, good deal. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get started with this. We're gonna get this party on this party started. Um, so our question in the chat room is, "What are your plans for spring break?" So we hope you guys will share that. And then, as a follow-on question, do you have any tips when it comes to traveling um, on your own when your spouse is not around or your loved one is not around? How do you navigate? traveling on your own. Um, What are some tips that you can share with the group? 
So share with that. Share with us your ideas on that front. And so, Troy, when we get back, we're going to dive right into our topic of the evening, which is seven ways to tackle okay. spring break on our own. So we'll be right back, everybody. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Military Life Radio. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment. Or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve. Welcome back, everybody. This is Wendy, and I'm here with Tori tonight, and we are excited to talk about spring break and vacations and um, sharing some tips to tackle spring break on our own, even if that means we're staying on the home front. What are some things that we can do to make it more fun and more more enjoyable? So um, our source for tonight is, the source article for this is over on the USAA website, usaa.com slash spouse community. And you guys can check out that site and read the article in its entirety that I wrote a couple weeks ago. But we're going to highlight it here tonight because I thought it was very timely because we both have not had our spring break yet. And even if one of our listeners has, summer is right around the corner. So we all need help trying to figure out how to navigate travel on our own. So I thought we could take turns, and then if you have a, a tip that you want to share, Tori, that's fine, too. Sound good? Okay. Sound mm-hmm. good? Okay, so the first one yep, um, is to make a budget. So because sometimes we don't think about this. We just think, oh, where do we want to go? Let's put gas in the car. Let's pack. Let's go. Um, <laughs> but... I'm telling you, if you don't have a budget, you're going to spend way more than you want to spend, and your credit card is going to take a big hit. And so, like, especially if you live, like, in Jacksonville or and even in to Virginia, if you haven't already booked your trip to Disney World, I don't recommend all of a sudden deciding you're going to Disney World while your husband's at sea and then spending, like, two, $3,000 when it wasn't in your family budget. So, you know, just make a list of what you think you can, you know, what expenses you think you can, um, are going to have, and then what you think you can afford, and go from there. And that's going to determine whether or not you stay close to home, or you do a day trip, or a couple of day trips, or you go home and visit family, or you do something different, like maybe go house hunting for your next duty station, which is what we will be doing is house hunting on our spring break for when we move. Hopefully, I'm hopefully moving. Um, so that is my thought on making a budget. It will, it will um, help you prepare for your vacation, and that way you don't stress about money because you'll know exactly what you're supposed to be spending, and not so you don't overspend. Um, 
because I've done that before, and that's why I'm speaking from experience, because I thought, oh, it won't be that expensive. Disney World's only four hours from Jacksonville. I can go and do it on a budget, stay at Shades of Green, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, it's kind of expensive to do all of that when you don't think about it. So um, uh, how are you with the budget? Do you do a budget when you take a vacation, or how does that work for you? Yes, we we always have a budget for the things you have to have, you know, gas. And, you know, we always put money aside for like the, well, what if we find something really cool that we want to do or want to try? And, you know, we have like a little bit of money put aside for that type of, you know, because things do come up once you get there and you didn't realize that they had this or there's a carnival and your kids are like, I want to go. And you're like, yeah, but we know every time we go to a carnival it's at least 100 bucks before we walk out. So you put a little money aside for that sort of thing. Good good point, the unexpected stuff. Good point. All right, okay. You want to do the next one? Sure. Okay, do plan your schedule, but leave room for detours. Once you decide where you are going, make a list detailing your must-do things. This ensures you see and do what is on your priority list, <clears throat> then list the nice things to do. This will allow your schedule to be flexible. For example, when visiting Washington, D.C., seeing the White House was on a must-to-do list, but the streets were blocked off. Instead of letting it ruin my trip, I moved on and went to one of the other things on my list. And we we totally do that also. We we drive back and forth from our, – our family is in Texas, so we will drive. But we always – we kind of just set out, like, not with, like, a specific time to be there because it's not – there is no exact time we have to be there. So we allow for, you know, always allow for, if you are driving that far, bathroom breaks. And we plan stops every, like, two hours at roadside parks to let the kids get out and play. Oh, that's a good one. We usually stay about, yeah, 15 or 20 minutes, and they're like, okay, there's nothing else to do here at the roadside park. There's not a lot to do, (laughs) but, you know, it works for them, and they get, you know, rested from I mean being in the car makes you tired it sounds strange but it does well and it's not that comfortable either so it's good to get out and and all that so okay good ones all right so um, the next one we have for you the next way that you can tackle spring break on your own let's say that a week-long trip isn't out of your budget you can consider a couple of individual day trips. And um, you can consider, like, exploring your local area. Check out what bark parks are in the area. If you live near the ocean, you can check out what local beaches there are. For here, where we live, there's quite a few different beaches, which is kind of nice. Um, and then there's also the option of doing a museum or any kind of historical districts in your area. And you really can be a tourist in your own backyard. You don't have to feel like deprived because you can't take a week long vacation. You can pack your backpack full of water, snacks, etc. and figure out where is it that you've always wanted to go and then and outline that out and have like a little like a nature day and then go to a local park or um uh, nature preserve or something like that. Like something that's this special that you guys have never been to. I think that's kind of a cool idea. Um, So, yeah, I think that's an option. All right, next one. 
Well, well as a follow-up on that one, if you go yeah, to sure. your um, like the, your local Navy Lodge, they always have super cool brochures for stuff that's around within a driving distance of the Navy Lodge in your area. And like when we move somewhere, like we, you know, if you have to stay in a hotel when you move, you stay. At, we stay at the Navy Lodge, and it's usually in like the laundry area. They have like an overabundance amount of little flyers and stuff, and it's usually stuff that you're like, wow. And you know, then when I start living somewhere, I realize that like you never hear about these places that you have these brochures for. So the Navy Lodge is always a good place to just run in and grab the. They'll usually give them to you even if you're not staying there. So. Yep, that's a good idea. You can go to ITT, too, on base and see what they have there. But the Navy Lodge is all, like, in and out. You don't have to actually go on base and all that stuff. Um, you can just run in and, and pull them from there. That's a great one. Check your ITT, too. Um, your itinerary tickets and travel, I think, is what ITT stands for. All right, cool. Um, all right, next. You want to do the next one? Okay, I'll, you want me to do this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do pack light and bring twice the money. Since you're since you are on your own, you'll have to carry and manage your entire luggage. Keep things simple and pack clothing that requires minimal ironing. I recommend packing and then taking half of what you originally packed. And did I mention twice the money? I can um, relate to this. I have PCS without my husband every time we had PCS. Are you? And serious? I flew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He has been very lucky. Um, I flew when we left Hawaii the second time, and we had three children, all still in car seats. And when I'm saying we're PCSing, so we have the luggage of a PCS. And you would be extremely surprised how you are struggling through the airport, pushing a baby in a stroller, holding on to one's hand who has on, like, one of those backpack things to keep him from running off, and then I have one strapped to my chest carrying 12 bags and three car seats, and not one person offered to help me. So always pack as light as possible. You are not PCSing. <laughs> you do not need to go through that trouble. It's not worth it. <laughs> wow, you're like, you are like super Wonder Woman. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... It was just to like hold on yeah, to all three of them and not drop anybody. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, yeah. pack half the clothes because I always come home with clothes I didn't wear. No matter how good I am at that, I I I don't quite have it down to a science. I I try, yeah. but it's really hard because you think that you're going to wear it, but trust me, just like pack half of what you think you're going to need because you can always do laundry in, like, places like a Navy Lodge or a DOD in, you know, like on the Air Force bases or wherever. We say Navy a lot because we're Navy, but it's, you know, wherever you stay. If you stay on post, yeah. on an Army base, et cetera, they're always going to have laundry facilities. Um, well, I have a, a friend that she was telling me that when she packs, she carries one small carry-on. That's it. Whenever she goes anywhere. And I'm like, how do you do that? And she's like, she packs things that can be dressed up or dressed down. So you don't have to carry, like, an outfit if you're going to eat somewhere nice and then one for the beach. You carry something that could work for both depending on what necklace you put with it or what shoes or accessorize it to make it, then you don't have to carry as much. That's good. You know, I have a friend of mine who she packs 
one pair of sheets and everything that she plus of course the sheets that she's wearing. So those are usually more of like a workout mm-hmm. type type of sketcher shoe or something like that. Um but the other pair of shoes that goes in her bag, it's like every outfit that goes into that's packed matches that pair of shoes. And I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Hmm. I never thought of that, but it sounds that like makes perfect sense. So one pair of shoes in your bag, yep. everything has to go with those pair of shoes. It just makes it more practical. Yep. So no, the three-inch heels are going to make it in, <laughs> or the you know. Different color or whatever, sandals aren't going to make it in, but okay. All right, so next on the list, because we have, like, a few more to get to before we do news, and then I'm hoping Amy's going to call in and talk to us about her March Madness experience. Um, All right, so do manage your expectations. While traveling can be fun it can be and exciting, it can also be exhausting. So keep an open mind and a flexible schedule. So if you're like an OCD person and you just like have to have everything go boom, 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 and um, and get like really aggravated if things don't go your way or things are a little disorganized or Cheerios get spilt in the back seat, um, traveling is really a time where we have to remind ourselves that we just have to let the little things go to enjoy the bigger experience. Um and to just not have really high expectations for, quote, the perfect vacation. It's more about... I have a hard time with that one. Do you? Yeah, because I... Well, you know, you're, it, and it doesn't matter. If you're going on vacation and you're going to have fun, you still have stress. I stress about things. I want things to be the way they're supposed to be. And it, it never fails that when we get ready, the last vacation we get ready to go on, we walk out the door and we're locking our front door and it won't lock. And I'm like, great, we're not going anywhere. Like, we can't leave our house unlocked. So we have to wait on maintenance to come fix the lock before we can leave. And I'm just like, oh. My husband's like, you need to calm down. And I'm like, but it's already, it's it's always the one thing that sets you off right before you leave. You just got to throw it all away. I've finally learned a little bit how to do that, but it's hard. Well, and, you know, something is always going to happen, inevitably. And you're mm-hmm. right, it's so hard to do, but we just have to, like, um, get in a frame of mind to know that something is going to go wrong and that we're going to just roll with it, and then something else might go wrong and then something else. So that way we're not just like, okay, I'm completely done, we're just not going at all. Um, especially if you're going to spend time around family, too, this whole expectation piece that really plays into if you're going to be seeing family over vacation because we all know that can be very stressful. So just manage your expectations, keep them low, and it, you'll have a much easier time of it. And um, I know that's something I've had trouble with, too, because I want things to, I want to do as much as possible, see as much as possible, have as much fun as possible, and then if something happens and it slows down that pace, I'm like, oh, what do you mean we can't go here or there and everywhere? <laughs> um, I have trouble slowing down. That's my problem. But um, Okay, so next one is, okay, you do the next one. Okay. Do consider traveling with a girlfriend. This one can be tricky, but it can also be fun. Traveling with a friend or even your mom can be something great to look forward to and provide a wonderful distraction to a long deployment. I I have actually, well, other than our trip to New York, <clears throat> never traveled with a friend. 
I've never had the opportunity to. So I don't know about that. I have traveled with my mom, and especially I found, like, especially if you have kids, it is really nice to have grandma there. I agree. I completely agree, except for the the time when Christian was about, I think he was about five, and um, he was with my Mm -hmm. mom, and he decided that he was going to go and find me because I was um, not in the room, and he ended up down at the front desk. And my mom's like, I don't know what happened to him. I'm like, oh, "Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) There's a a little boy down here at the front desk. Well, my mom locked my kids in the car. Oh, my word. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but you're right, though. It can go well. Um, and But, you know, so the date, the New York thing counts because it was a day trip. It was a really long day trip. And that was, well, I mean, how mm-hmm. would you rate that? There you went with, like, 15, I don't even know how many, 12, 15, 18 people. I can't remember how many times, how many people that was that time. Um, traveling with the group. Yeah, it was a lot, and it was fun. <clears throat> yes, it can, and just try not to lose anybody. And yeah, and you have a lot but of different. But you know what? I think about it like this. It's it's like when I take my kids to the beach. If there is someone else there, and of course I speak with having kids because I have small kids, so I never go anywhere without them. But um, if I go to the beach with them and we meet a friend there that has kids, it's a lot easier to control the kids when they have other friends. Versus when it's just you and them, and they're like, "Oh, it's just mom. I can do whatever I want." And you know, for some having that other person, it makes it a lot easier because you know there's there's four sets of eyes on them instead of just your two. So if your husband's not here, it's always good to take a friend, and you have that. Even if they have kids, you still have that little. You know, you have two moms. What's better than one mom? Two, three. Well, I went to Disney World with a girlfriend once, and um, and and it was fun. I have to say. And you're right, because my son was occupied with her son. Um, but what I didn't take mm-hmm. into account was, like, I am, like, a not, I'm not a morning person. And she was, like, up at 7 a.m. knocking on the door to go, let's go to breakfast. <laughs> and I'm like, um, what? We I, we didn't get home till late last night, you know? Um, so, I mean, I think if you set some expectations for each other, like, okay, you know, um, how do you want to handle this and how do you want to handle that? that will help because, you know, we didn't talk about a lot of things. We just sort of assumed we each had our own same thoughts on our agenda, which we didn't at all. (laughs) Um, Plus she had four kids and she was very organized because you have to be with four kids, right? So she had like Mm -hmm. snacks lined out and, I mean, just very methodical in her approach. And I was only with one Christian, so I only had to worry about him. And um, so it just required a lot less. I didn't realize it was a lot less effort until I watched her amazing organization and production of making this well-oiled machine run of her and her kids, and I was exhausted. But I ended up really being sort of like a valet, too, because, of course, I, you know, and I wanted to help. I mean, that was the whole point of us going together. Um, so you just have to be careful about that. That's sort of like when I travel with my mom and my yes. grandmother. I end up being the valet because my grand father and my yeah. stepdad aren't around, so I'm the one opening doors, carrying luggage, etc. So, um, <laughs> but it was fun. It was really a lot of fun to go to Disney. We went on the day the boat left, 
we waved goodbye to the boat and drove to Disney World, and and it was fun. So I I say if you can travel with a girlfriend, it can, like like we said, it can be tricky, but it can be fun. Or with your mom. There was a suggestion I have to say from the chat room that came through a few minutes ago, that said let somebody know when you're traveling where you'll be. So that way, if you're if you are with your kids on your own, you let a good friend know. You let your Family, know, you let somebody know that you're off and you know adventuring around. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's important. I always recommend that to my families. I'm well, I'm the um, the command ombudsman for us. So when I say families, the people on our boat, that you know, even especially here in Virginia, because there are so many places you can go that are you know an hour away. But if your husband's not here and you don't come home, nobody knows that you didn't come home. So just, you know, let somebody know. Call a friend and say, hey, I'm driving up to, you know, the Virginia Living Museum. Just wanted to let you know. And that way they know if they don't hear from you, then something's wrong. And like me, I call, I have a a really good relationship with my mother, so I always call her. And I I will call my mom and be like, I'm running to Walmart. I'll be back in like an hour. I have my cell phone, you know, and my mom, if I'm not back in an hour, she will call me. Are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. (laughs) So it can get a little annoying <laughs> sometimes, but you know what? It's better safe than sorry. Always just let somebody know. I do recommend, like Allison said, not posting it on social media. But, you know, it's always nice to let a friend know or a, or a family member. Yes, and um, and even if you go, somebody posted too in the chat room, If even if you go, let's say you don't have kids personally, but your girlfriend does, don't let that be a deterrent to taking a vacation with them or a day trip mm-hmm. with them because um, it can be a lot of fun seeing the world through a kid's eyes and doing things yes. from that kid's perspective. So don't let that deter you. Um, embrace that different challenge and that different experience. And who knows, you might have um, a good story to tell. All right, so all right, so um, let's see. Okay, the next one is do you embrace your independence? This is a big one. I get a lot of email on this one. Um, and it's been a topic, too, with a lot of my girlfriends in the past um, that feel guilty about having fun while their spouse is deployed. So I say it's okay to explore on your own. Um, you can consider spring break, you know, your port call or your R&R, so to speak. I think that uh, so many times we really – you know, do for everybody else, but we don't take the time for ourselves. And, you know, there was a time when we weren't married. There was a time when we weren't um, a wife or a girlfriend or a fiancé, and we did things on our own. We were independent. And so when we're married and we're used to doing everything with our spouse to do something on our own is completely out of our comfort zone. And especially if you are thinking about going someplace that your spouse has never been. Like when we went to New York City, um, Craig had never been to New York City, and it was sort of like, oh, gosh, should I wait to go till I can go with him? Um, I hear that a lot. Oh, I don't want to go to Disney because I want to. we're planning that together as a family, or I don't want to go to Cumberland Island or go to XYZ to Ocean Beach or whatever. Um, and to that I just say you, have, you no one's promised tomorrow. So just my own personal advice if you want to go, go. And you can then be the expert for when your spouse comes home, and then you can be the tour guide to show him or her 
all the amazing things that you saw and then save some things for next time. I mean, I've been to Disney, I don't even know how many times, and there's, I still have never been to um, the Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, yeah, that's what it's called. I've never been there, and I've never been to the water parks because I keep always wanting to save something for the next time. So, <laughs> so yeah, so what are your thoughts on on just the whole concept of traveling on your own and, and versus waiting for your spouse to come home? Okay, well, I do not wait on my spouse to do anything. You know, I mean, it's like, think of it as when you give them a to-do list. How often do things get checked off that list? Not very often. So I say, I mean, just like you said, like, I will go, I go and do stuff. And you know what, if it's something really cool or something I think that he will like, we will go back when he's available to go. But waiting on them to do things is it's hard because they're not guaranteed to be home for spring break, and your kids are home, and you're sitting there in the house moping around for what reason you know it's just not it's not conducive. just get out and do something and like I mean like we were talking about, even if it's a day trip, just go like i take i don't I don't personally take my kids on you know big vacations far from home alone. I mean, I have three, and there's one of me, and it's and it's hard. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but we we go and do stuff. <clears throat> you know, we'll go to, you know, places an hour away, or we'll go to you know amusement parks and carnivals and stuff like that. And they kind of just think that it's, you know, it's like a vacation to them. They're still little, so I always say once they get a little older, maybe we'll go, you know, further. But I mean, like you can't. You can't wait around on, especially being a military spouse, you can't wait around on them to do everything. Like you said, we had lots before, and we managed. That's right. We managed. And you know what? Especially if they're in the Navy and they're on a traditional boat, they're going to pull into a port call. They're going to pull into a port somewhere. It's going to be someplace exotic. And they're going to call you, and the music's going to be blaring in the background, and they're going to be hanging out, having a good time, letting their hair down, and just relaxing and having a little bit of downtime. And so no matter what that equivalent is for us as spouses, um, if if being a military wife is indeed the toughest, you know, one of the toughest things that we'll ever do in our lives, um, then we're going to need and deserve some R&R time. So that's how I feel about that, whatever it's. When it, whether it's a day trip, uh, an hour massage, or whatever, you know, grab your girlfriends and have a good time and, and know that when your husband pulls into his port call or an R&R or gets three days of liberty, et cetera, wherever he's at, that um, while he's enjoying himself, you have that luxury too. Because if you just wait till he gets home, you're going to be so, so stressed out that you're going to be like, it's going to be like a data dump once he walks in the door. You're not going to believe this happened, and then this happened, and that <laughs> happened. You know what I mean? Well, and I think also if if most people, if you would ask your husband, he would be okay with it. My husband wants us to have fun. I mean, he wants us to do stuff. It makes the time go by faster. It breaks up. I have things that we do every week during deployment. We have a check mark. We have like a checkpoint just so we know, like, okay, we've made it to bowling day, so we only have a week till this. And it, it kind of breaks up everything and makes it seem like it, go, it goes a little faster. 
That's a great idea. Yep. And be sure, yeah, you do, you know, communicate with your loved one on what you're thinking about doing and have them be part of that conversation and even part of the planning process. And then that way when you come back and you're sharing the memories of the photographs and the videos that you took, they they can enjoy that piece of it with you and they will be happy knowing that you are taking care of yourself and having fun. So um, for more information on this topic, seven ways to tackle spring break on your own, or you could insert summer fun And if, if you're listening to this in the archives, you can log on to usaa.com slash spouse community and click on Spotlight Articles, and the article is there in its full entirety, and we'll also post the link on mymilitarylife.com. And thanks, everybody, um, in the chat room, too, for playing along with our questions regarding spring break. When we get back from the from um, we get back from the break right now, we're going to share some Navy news. We also have some news about Disney that we're going to share. And um, and then if anybody has a question for us, we'll, we'll answer it. Because there's a few people in the chat room, quite a few people in there. So if you guys have a question that you want us to answer, we will do our best to answer it. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Military Life Radio and Navy Life Radio. We'll be right back after this break. I guess our computer doesn't want to play with us today. Sorry about that, Allison, and everybody in the <laughs> chat room. <laughs> Sorry, Tori. <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe it'll just start playing at any moment. Um, so I apologize. We'll try it again in a few minutes. Okay, so a couple of quick news items to share with you guys. Um, the I've had a couple homecomings this past couple weeks. The We want to say welcome home to the USS DeWert, which is a FFG-45. They returned back to Naval Station Mayport. They completed a seven-month piracy deployment to the Horn of Africa and the Indian Ocean. So welcome home to all those sailors. And I'm sure those families will, are happy to have them back home again. So, yeah. I don't know what's wrong. I apologize for Block Talk Radio. They're giving me a hard time. So I don't know if anybody in the chat can hear the music playing or not, or we're just talking over it. I don't know. I can't hear it. I, yeah, I can't either. Okay. All right. Do you want to do the next one, the next news item? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me – okay. Um, wait. I got my papers mixed up. Okay. Oh. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry. Um March 2nd, uh, the USS John C. Stennis, the uh, CVN-74. Um, John C. Stennis returned to home port after completing a seven-month deployment to the U.S. 5th and 7th Fleet areas of responsibility. The John C. Stennis flew more than 1,000 sorties supporting Operation Enduring Freedom in Afghanistan, and pilots from the ship led the final Navy aviation mission of Operation New Dawn in Iraq. Very cool. So welcome home to Stennis. I actually had some friends um, and spouses that were on the Stennis, so I'm glad that they're home. It's been a long 
That was a long, any deployment seems long. Seven months is a long time. I I think so. All right, so then our last news, well, I think we have two more. So the next one up is um, Disney announced recently their their Heroes Work Here Veterans Jobs Program. And this is really exciting. On the on the Disney blog, they are touting the motto: "Heroes work here, employ. Heroes work here, employ excellence, hire veterans." And this was announced at their company wide um, a meeting that they had recently. And it's really exciting. So on the actual Disney website, they have a section that's exclusively for um, veterans, where you can job search and learn more about the initiative. They want to provide at least 1,000 jobs and career opportunities for returning U.S. vets over the next three years to support military families and veterans during their transition into civilian life. And they're actually launching a national public awareness program um, campaign, actually, to encourage all employers across the U.S. to hire veterans. Isn't that cool? I just think that's so great. That's I'd love awesome. to see even more now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So um, you just Google Disney and careers, and you can find more about that. We'll post a link also on our website. Okay, so last up in the news world is um, March Madness is currently going on, which uh, March Madness is the NCAA men's basketball tournament like Field of 64, I think, single single elimination basketball tournament. And it's been taking over the the TV set the last past weekend. And I don't know, are you following, do you follow the college hoops at all? I don't. You don't? You're, like, not into it? No. Well, not really, but I'll listen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we love... March Madness. I don't. I don't watch the NBA. I don't watch a lot of sports, really. I mean, I do like the Patriots. I'm up here in Connecticut, so of course I like the Red Sox. Um, I'm really a Cardinals girl, but um, if I have to root for somebody else, I root for the for the um, for the Red Sox. And I have to say, happy birthday to Boston Maggie because I think um, I think she's still in the chat room. And so, Boston Maggie, if you want to call in, and you have a w- word of wisdom to share with us, we would love to hear it. So you just call in at any time. And I know Amy was in the she, – she lives in the Midwest, so she, um, with her job, got to take some really cool pictures of one of the games. But she's like, I'm not really a basketball fan, so I don't really – you know, I'm not probably not the best person to talk about it. But still, she got to go to a game and shoot pictures um, professional, you know, cause she's a photographer. I just think that's so awesome to get to do what you love. And even if you don't like the game, per se, you still get to go to a major sports event and take pictures, which is pretty phenomenal and high visibility and just prestigious all the way around. I just think it's really cool. Um, but we print out our brackets, we pick our teams, and then the winner of our in our household gets to pick something that they want if they win whether it's monetary or not. Like maybe it's staying up later on a weeknight if Christian wins, or maybe it's a favorite meal cooked. Sometimes it's cold, hard cash. Um, but so right now the <laughs> the, uh, the tournament has gone down from like the 64 teams down to the sweet 16. So if you have not, if you're wondering, what the heck is she talking about? Why should I care? 
So starting again on the 22nd, the games begin again, the Sweet 16. So you can go to um, NCAA.com and click on March Madness and print out the bracket to date and then pick your teams starting with the Sweet 16 up until the final. It's really a lot of fun. It doesn't cost you money. And uh, the excitement really will begin this weekend. And uh, for me, my bracket's kind of busted because I picked two of my teams that I had in the final four lost in the first round. That's terrible. No, that's not good, is it? No, it's not. So I picked Duke, who lost to somebody I'd never heard of, and I picked Missouri, uh, the University of Missouri, the Mizzou Tigers, in the first round, too. We're having a great year, but they lost. So so now, I, 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 but I did pick to win the whole thing, Kansas. So um, as long as they don't lose in the Sweet 16, then I still have a chance to compete with my little family here for bragging rights until next <laughs> year. <laughs> I don't know. So, okay, so you guys can check that out for a little bit of fun. All right, so, all right, so up next, so we're running out of time. Can you believe time goes by so fast? Oh, wow. Okay. Right? I mean, time goes by. Hmm. All right, so I have to say, I don't know what's going on with our weather, but my Internet keeps cycling in and out. So if you guys see me go out of the chat room and back in, that's what's wrong. Um, I'm going to try and take another break. U.S. Navy t-shirts, mugs, and more at NavyChief.com. Hot new designs for sailors, chiefs, officers, families, and all those who support our men and women in the United States Navy. NavyChief.com will ship anywhere in the USA, APOs and FPOs too. NavyChief.com offers silkscreen tees for your command, unit, ship, CPOAs, fundraisers, businesses, schools, and other special events. Let our in-house professional graphic artists design your next custom order. Huge selection of tees for only $10 each. NavyChief.com, supporting our shipmates since 1997. Veteran-owned, all NavyChief.com apparel is printed in the USA. Call us at 301-475-0437 or log on at NavyChief.com. Where's the party right here? This is the Money Man, Eddie Money. You're listening to Military Life Radio. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is Wendy, and I'm here with Tori. And um, we just had <laughs> we're just like a whale oil machine around here. <laughs> I was thinking that it would not play, and I clicked the button, and man, that music just started really quickly. <laughs> so, welcome and back. And it was really loud. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. Uh, but I do have to say thank you to Blog Talk Radio. They provide this platform for us, and um, that is what allows us to come to you, um, to bring our show to you, and it also lets you shop for shows, I like to say, in the archives. We have we actually will celebrate our fifth year uh, next month. I'm so, like, amazed and surprised at the same time. And once you when you are planning your spring break or any kind of trip, really consider, you know, putting our shows on your iPod or your MP3 player, and we can keep you company while you're on the road. And that way, you don't have to, 
doze off. You don't have to, like, be bored and, like, go through dead spots while you're driving or while you're on the airplane, not have anything to listen to. You can download and shop for different shows. There's all kinds of topics from serious to fun, and uh, we'll keep you company. And we'll have a good time while you guys are traveling. All right, so somebody asked me for the link to the USAA blog. I think that was you, Tori. So that's the blog for the USAA article on seven ways to tackle your spring break on your own. All right? All right, so we're wrapping up. Does anybody have a question for us in the chat room? I will ask. Um, How about you ask? Do you want to type that in there? Does anybody have a question for us? Mm -hmm. I'm afraid to know what what they're going to ask, but we'll do our best to answer. Um, Okay, so next week we're going to wrap up. On our show, um, we're actually going to do our Martha Stewart show next week. We thought we'd do it this tonight, but that didn't work out. So we are going to invite a couple of the people that were a part of the Martha Show experience from a couple weeks ago to come on and talk about what it was like to be in Manhattan with a group of military spouses and what it was like to see Martha Stewart. So you can look forward to that. And then also um, one of my new uh, military spouse entrepreneur friends, Lori, she's coming on to talk about her site. It's called com. And the site is uh, a service that highlights really like a concierge for military people, mostly deployed service members. So it's really, and and anybody can use it really, they will um, do anything that a service member might need while they're on deployment or a spouse might need during uh, a deployment, meaning any kind of... um, you know, web bill pay kind of setup stuff, or if it's ordering flowers and having them shipped, or gifts, or birthday gifts, anniversary gifts, that kind of stuff. Any kind of thing you can think of that would a concierge would do for you, that's what they do at youryoman.com. So she's going to come on and talk to about talk to us about that. I met her at um, the Inc. 500 slash 5000 military entrepreneur. I don't know what you call it. Summit, maybe. Um, it was kind of cool. They had all of these military mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, and I met her there. And I saw her in D.C. at the Spouse Summit. And so I'm like, oh, my gosh, you need to come on the show. So she's going to come on and talk about what she's got going on there. So you guys can look forward to that. All right, so. Um, oh, here's the question. <laughs> Is everyone enjoying Army Wives this season? Okay. Uh, I guess that's kind of a question. We can answer that. Are you watching Army Wives? I am. Yeah, and so what is? I've so been the watching it in the since chat room was because I kind of skipped one. over that. How are we enjoying Army Wives? So, what do you think so far of the season? I like it. Okay, I'm not a fan of the new wife. I can't even remember what her name is. Okay, the new general no? wife. I can't think of her name either. We're terrible yeah. highlighters. Okay. I'll I'll tell you who she yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I don't I don't care for her much and I don't really understand why Denise doesn't realize that Claudia Joy is mad. Like that she's upset by this. I don't understand like how they're that good of friends and she doesn't sense that Claudia Joy is not happy. Okay, that that's pretty much all I have to say about it because 
that just kind of irritates me about it. <laughs> like, you guys have been friends for how many years? Right, and you're completely Whatever. clueless on the whole thing. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Okay, so I went to the cast and characters um, on Army Wives, and this girl's not even on the website, so I can't tell you who she is other than um, the new general's wife. And I know someone is gonna, going to um, correct me in, later on, and I apologize in advance, but this was just an impromptu question. <laughs> okay, so, um, yes, and I cried like a baby, too, when Pam. I mean, Amy writes, I cried like a baby when Pamela left, and that was, I did, too. That was actually a very realistic Army Wives scene, you know, mm-hmm. saying goodbye to friends. It's so hard when you PCS. Yeah. So hard. Um, okay, what are your other thoughts on Army Wives? Any others? Well, okay, I have to say that I thought it was extremely funny when she gave everybody food poisoning. Roxy, I mean, I know it wasn't funny, but it it was totally something that I would probably do. Like, it wouldn't fit in the refrigerator. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. I love I love Sally Pressman. I think she's just brilliant. She does a good job with that character. That was good writing. Yep, I agree. I will miss um, Bridget Branagh on there, who plays Pamela Moran. I will miss having her, you know, watching her. I, um, you yeah. know, I think last week's episode where they spent so much time on, you know, whether the general is going to get a third star and I just don't think the average military spouse is clued in on the back end of is a general or admiral the process of the politicking. Or, I just found it very like, really, is this all we have to write about? Um, I feel it, like Army Watson and General as a whole, the show, from the beginning, I've watched it since the first episode. I've never missed an episode, and I feel like in the beginning they started off really good, and then I kind of feel like they've kind of veered away from what it was, and it's more about the rank. And yeah, it's like when Roxy's sitting there and she's like, "So my husband's an officer, but he's not officer enough." You know, I, I don't. Which I mean, it does happen where there are things that happen that way, and you know, rank matters sometimes, but. I don't know. I I agree with you. I don't think that it's really that relevant to most military spouses in general. Well, and I just didn't think, you know, hey, I love Brian McNamara. Everybody knows I have a crush on him. I just, that's like probably the main reason why I watch that show. Um, So, of course, I don't want him to go anywhere. (laughs) Let's be clear. Right. Um, But I just, I just, um, I don't want the show to go away. And I think that, you know, when you had the four of them sitting there, now they're all four army. They're all four officers' wives, and I find that yeah. unrealistic. And um, <clears throat> they need a yeah. little bit more edge in there, so it's not quite so polished. And I, I, I just don't get by the the storyline for the the new spouse who Amy was kind enough to find for us. The new spouse is being played by Kelly Williams. And uh, okay. So now we know who she is, so we can do that. But I'm watching Army Wives. Well, I also have to agree with Amy. Go ahead. I'm going to agree with Amy down there who says it's kind of more of a soap opera now. That's the way it kind of feels when you watch it. Like, I don't know. 
Well, I have hope that they're going to, you know, turn it in the right direction. I mean, you know, I do like Roland's character yeah. and that storyline. I think that's kind of intriguing. Um, but you know what? Hey, we're, they've got us talking about it, and that's probably what they wanted. So um, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll tune in next week. I and still we'll love the show. You. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I watch it too. It's sort of like. It's sort of like when my husband watches like some military movie, especially especially a submarine one. You know, he he gets aggravated at all the little things. You were just um, posting about this, I think, on your Facebook page. You know that your I kids know are I did just post your about kids, this. Your, your kids are critiquing Dora Dora, right? Or who was it? The kids were. Yes, I wish you could have heard them. It was ridiculous. Like I'm sitting here at the computer typing up stuff for our newsletter and. I start hearing like little comments about submarines don't really look that way. Submarines don't have windows. Submarines don't do this. Submarines don't do that. And I'm like, is my husband home? <laughs> and I look over, and it's my seven-year-old and my five-year-old watching Dora the Explorer, who is traveling around the bottom of the ocean in a yellow submarine with a windshield. And they're like, well, that's not really that way. And we've been on a submarine, and it doesn't look like that. And I'm like, it's a cartoon. You're worse than your dad. Go to your room. <laughs> And, you know, that's how uh, that's how we're going to be with I think a spouse drama. We're going to you know kind of critique the little things that say this isn't really our world and it's kind of out of what we think would be realistic. But it is a drama and it's meant to be entertaining and and we get all that. So um, I'll keep watching as long as Brian McNamara is on there. You know, uh, I keep threatening to have you know I will show, keep watching the show as. Go ahead. I will keep watching it as long as they play it because I've watched it from the very beginning. So I can't quit. All right. I do want to go tour the tour the the um the set one day. I do want to do that. I don't know when that's going to happen. Let's I need that. to hurry up and plan it because they're going to eventually. I mean, it won't last forever. But I'm afraid to do an interview with Brian McNamara. I was going to say because I just comp- I think I will completely like be like a. Thirteen-year-old schoolgirl. I'll be like, you'll be like, where's Wendy? Where's I want to. I want to be present for that. <laughs> uh, it'll be like Marla when we talked to Trevor, um, Drew Fuller. Um, she kept calling him um, Trevor, but his name is Drew, right? Because that's his real name, not Trevor. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. She was so giggly and sweet and cute. It was just, I've had so much fun. <laughs> Like watching her fall all over herself, and I know that's exactly how it'll be. And I'm not like that. Like, I, there really isn't anybody that I'm, you know, that, that there just isn't. So I don't know. I can't explain it. We're all strange. But okay, all right. So we're about out of time. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me. Thanks, Tori, for hanging out. You're welcome. I hope you had a good time. I did. I, hope I always do. I hope you'll come back again and help me do the show. I always need help. Of course, anytime. I, I always need help. Thank you. I want to say thanks to Allison for moderating the chat. Thanks for Amy for always being there, hanging out with us. And um, Boston Maggie, who made an appearance in our chat room, which was kind of quite lovely. I love her to death. I want to remind you guys that, you know, we we're here to, you know, kind of, serve you. So if you have a topic or a guest that you want to hear on the show, we want to hear your ideas, your feedback, what you like, what you don't like, what you'd like us to see, what you'd like to see in the future. 
You can email me at wendy at mymilitarylife.com. Our show airs most Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, although tonight we're here a little bit later. You can listen live or you can subscribe to our show via iTunes. That way, every time you sync your iPod, your iPod or your iPhone uh, through iTunes it'll, or your MP3 player, it'll download the latest episode. Our disclaimer is we're not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or the Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here by our co-hosts are, and our guests do not reflect official Navy excuse me, or DOD policy. Any advice we give is strictly the views of our co-hosts and, our, and or our individual guests. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks again, Tori. You're welcome. I'm glad you're here. Uh, favorite listeners, please visit us online at mymilitarylife.com for our for archive shows, show times, and upcoming guest information. All right, everybody. See you next time. Have a good night. All right. Bye bye. Up in the